What's up, guys? It's Nick here. And I'm Cody. And we're back with another episode of the Raw Smack Wrestling Podcast. Yep. What is this, episode five? What? Uh, Six? Five or six. It might even be seven. I don't know. There's a lot. There's quite a few. I think it's five or six. (laughs) Possibly seven. I don't know. Anyway, you can catch uh, this podcast available on all major platforms, wherever you're listening right now. That's one of them. Whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, uh, maybe Amazon Music. I'd have to check that one because they do not send confirmation. Well, they don't send confirmation emails like all the other ones, which is really weird. So... Anyway, uh, we're going to start off with the Elimination Chamber recap, since uh, we uh, kind of put that off to the point where we had to do it with the... Well, we've been... Uh, busy. busy. Very busy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you got YouTube and Twitch stuff. Uh, really, it's more my fault. But anyway, uh, do you want to start off talking about the pay-per-view, or do you want me to talk? Because I, I got all the stuff right here in front um, of me. Sure, go ahead. Really, go ahead. I'm, 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 really, I'm going to let you run up this one and roll, and then I got SmackDown. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. We'll, we'll flip-flop back and forth every week, because I watched Raw this past week, but uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't take notes. <laughs> I didn't take notes either. I'm just glad other people on the internet take better notes than I do, so... <laughs> you heard I, it right I still, here. Hey, I, I paid attention for the most part, but yeah. anyway... Uh, we'll start off with the kickway sh- kickoff four-way, um, fatal four-way, I'm assuming it was. That this is not very clear itself. But we didn't watch the kickoff show. I think John Morrison won, and he got inserted into the triple threat for the U.S. title. Did you? I didn't watch it. Well, okay, My, so, like, let, let me clarify. I, like, I didn't, like, hardcore, like, sit down and watch did it. Did you have it on the back? We had it on. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I was sitting in there. I was playing on my phone. But, yeah, John Morrison did win, and he got his, you know, entry for the United States champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on to the start of the show and the start of giant long video packages like every pay-per-view, which is, again, now I think about it, it makes this pay-per-view even worse because... Uh, yes and this, no. Well, okay, so I, I said this after the pay-per-view. Well, uh, on hold Discord, on here, hold right? on here, hold on here. Uh, I'll, I'll make this clear. And uh, I don't like long promos either. But I'll make an exception for this pay-per-view, only because even with the long promos, it only ended up being a two-and-a-half-hour show. That's why I would say this really was not a pay-per-view. And, and that, that's actually that's the Oscar, Oscar match got cut out. Yeah, well, I have a problem with all that. Like, it's supposed to be a pay-per-view. Like, why, why is it shorter than Raw? Right. Like... It, at least it, it, you know, it's a terrible pay per view, so at least it kept it from being even worse. So I'll give them that. So it was actually kind of good. It was under three hours. But anyway, move on to SmackDown Chamber match. The best match of the show, in my opinion. I don't know if you would agree, but uh, I think we should also say me and Nick got none of our predictions right except for <laughs> the Raw Chamber. <laughs> So, yeah, don't ever listen to us as if we know what we're talking about. As I was saying, this chamber is so predictable. I thought it was so predictable because I at least thought there was some logic behind some booking. And I keep yeah. forgetting that WWE is not logical. So <laughs> that is my fault. <laughs> That's very true. But anyway, anyway the SmackDown chamber, I, I thought this was so good. And, of course, I, I think the best thing they could have done was start with Cesaro and Brian in the chamber. The the best wrestling of the night happened there for the first what was it five to ten minutes I, I wasn't keeping yeah. track, but uh, this chamber match was just very good. Great character work, great wrestling. Uh, again, we didn't get any of the eliminations right in order at all for both the chambers. Well, like, that's a tough one to do. I mean, there's six people on there. We didn't yeah. know who was coming out first. Yeah, you know, and it. I wasn't surprised to get those wrong because, well, like I said, was you know, but it just it, it was more or less a random guess, you know. But to be, I'm just saying because it adds on to the fact that we got basically everything wrong except for the result of the raw chamber, yeah, which was the only predictable thing. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm not gonna go through with who got eliminated when because it really does not matter at this point. 
I don't think any storylines are going to be built off of who eliminated who. But uh, Brian comes out on top. He wins the chamber match in a great match. I still think Cesaro should have won, even though I'm a Daniel Bryan yep. hardcore fan. Because uh, I didn't want to see him get squashed in the match that preceded, or not, that's not the right word, came after. I, I'm, I'm trying to use big words, but. Uh, with Roman Reigns. Com- brain. Hey, my brain is. I don't know Abnormally if it's average. I, I I don't know. It could be abnormally <laughs> large, abnormally small, small, you know, average. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Reigns comes out and just demolishes Brian in a well, squash I mean, match. I, I wouldn't say demolish. He almost got the S lock on him. Well, he did get the so, S lock like, on him. It got yeah. broken. Yeah. I mean, like so the, was, they gave they gave Brian that one thing at the start of the match. They gave him Reigns, more than I thought. I thought it was going to be uh, Reigns was going to come out here, hit him with the spear, maybe do his Superman punch, and then it was going to be over. So I was shocked they gave, but it's Daniel Bryan, so I guess they couldn't just let him completely get squashed, you know? Yeah, but but we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Roman Reigns went on fucking Brock Lesnar on him after the yes lock thing and just started yeah. fucking ground and pounding him, which was cool and all, but. I don't like seeing Brian get squashed. I just, I fucking hate it. Like, uh, it just yeah. irks me in the wrong way. And I, I, w- I would have been just as pissed if Cesaro was getting squashed. But it made sense. They they played a whole storyline with him getting his knee attacked throughout the entire chamber match. So it was like, okay, let's be honest. Yeah, he started one. They've played he, on it for the last, what, like six months? Every match he's in, see me, he gets his knee hurt. Does he? Like I haven't really. That's noticed. what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and I have something. I have. I'll, I have something about that on SmackDown when we get to it. Okay. Uh, moving on after Reigns uh, retains his title in a hard-fought match. Yeah, he's uh, put put it all in, all the glory. <laughs> we move on to the U.S. title triple threat. Another match that, that happened. We about. <laughs> yeah, we'll just move on to the women's uh, tag no, match. No, no, we, we gotta we gotta announce who won. <laughs> no, come on, I don't want to uh, talk about it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to it fast. Uh, basically, John Morrison won the Fatal Four Way at the begin or at the pre-show, uh, just so that they could believably have Matt Riddle pin Morrison instead of Lashley. And for whatever reason, now, uh, you know, Lashley instead of going back after Matt Riddle is going after other opportunities that we will talk about later. Uh, yeah. But yeah, basically Matt Riddle got a win off of John Morrison, beating him and Bobby Lashley. It was stupid. I don't know why they're doing it. And continue. <laughs> Thanks for doing that, because I did not want to talk about it at all. Then we move on to the women's tag match. That happened, right? I I honestly couldn't tell you what happened in that match. Like, I watched it. Uh, who was all in it? Um, was it Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus, uh, shit, this is bad. <laughs> it was a boring match. It had no meaning whatsoever because that title has no meaning. Oh, uh, this, this is what happens when you come unprepared. No, I'm prepared. It's just, I legitimately did not care about this match, unfortunately, because, uh, uh... like, re- realistically, what was the last women's tag title match that you can remember actually liking the iconics when was that because that was probably when i was not oh watching. yeah okay it was against them it was uh bianca belair and sasha banks oh yes oh yeah now i remember yeah i remember being pissed not, off at the end of this match gonna, we're not gonna talk much about this look uh i'm gonna give my opinion on bianca belair uh before she won the women's Royal rumble absolutely loved her she came out there i thought she was great ever since she won that uh and this might just be story writing it might not be i hope it's just story writing uh, her ego has shot through the roof, and she walks out there like she's better than anybody before her. And let me tell you, girl, you got a lot to build up on. You won one Royal Rumble, and you haven't even won your first title yet. So let's drop that ego and go back to uh, you know, you you want to be you know the strongest, toughest, bestest, whatever you know you say in your little you know get up there. And uh, little promo that she does yeah. every week. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably just that. It's the same thing with Edge. I love Edge, you know, but all the promos and stuff that they're cutting and doing uh, is making me hate them. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's what happens when the show's entirely scripted. But, uh... Fair enough. They're, they're not actors. They're fucking wrestlers. Like, stop trying to make them actors. I mean, technically, just the Adam, Adam Copeland is an actor. Yeah, but he's not really a good one. 
I like Edge. Come on, he's not a good actor. I've I've seen uh, what was it Haven? He was in his acting. It was about you know how he wrestles now. <laughs> Flat, old, boring, uninspiring, washed up. You know, like fucking Stone Cold's a better actor than him, and I think Stone Cold's a terrible actor. Uh, li- I don't think I've ever disliked Stone Cold in anything, but we're getting off track here. Anyway, he's yeah, just, the tag he's just, he's just being Stone Cold in his movies. But anyway, of course, yeah. uh, Shayna and Nia held on to the titles. Uh, overall, wasn't that great of a match. Reginald uh, got involved again. I'm tired of seeing Reginald yeah, on TV. Like I said, it just wasn't great. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah, to the Raw Chamber. So this is the chamber I honestly... As a match, I can't really tell you much about. It was okay. Um, it was predictable. It was very predictable. Uh, you know, I guess the only unpredictable thing was Sheamus got eliminated before the final two. He got eliminated like yeah, that one shocked as, me. Like the second to last or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it was a it was a terrible match in my opinion. Yeah. Um, um, I worst part of the match. What what, what do you think is the worst part? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to like remember this one because the SmackDown Chamber is like pretty much all all, all in my mind. Like, because it was the <laughs> one I actually enjoyed. It was I the remember match both I enjoyed. of them. I remember both of them. Uh, but uh, give me uh, your didn't worst almost rip best. something. Uh, didn't almost like get involved and rip something apart or uh, something yes. in that match. Uh, yes, he ripped. I the thought it was back, really done. The, he done. ripped the back panel off of uh, the chamber itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe it was when Jeff Hardy was uh, eliminated and going out. Oh, yeah, Jeff was in that match. No it was either Jeff care. or Randy, one of those two, but they were leaving. Uh, oh, yeah, Randy got eliminated first, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. But uh, basically, AJ had got pulled out of the elimination chamber and walked around and entered through the front way before his time. Um, I That is the worst and best part of that match. Uh, the worst because it was absolutely stupid, and we all knew that you know his little... You know, uh, bodyguard there was going to help him do something. Um, And it was laughable the whole time. But it cracked me up because uh, that happened. Uh, I think it was was Randy. When Randy got eliminated, he just went through and started RKOing everybody. And Mm -hmm. uh, when he's leaving, I believe it was him, uh, Adam Pierce comes out and is like, or it might have been with AJ. I think it was with AJ. But uh, basically, he came out there and was like yelling at him, telling uh, Omar to get out of there. Yeah, Omar. Omar. I don't know what his name is. Um, I, I just, almost. It's almost. 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 O-M-M-O. Sorry, yeah. I. I haven't cared enough because I like. I will say this every week he that can't we have to either. talk about AJ Styles. I do not like AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles is boring. I will stick to that. I'm sorry if you know you're a fan of him. But most boring title reign I've ever watched in my life. His wrestling moves crap. Yeah, I just he bores me. I can't find any enjoyment out of this guy, and the fact that I have to watch him like you know move his hair out of his face thirty thousand times in every match that he's in, absolutely annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> Tie your hair up, cut it off like you had it before. Do something with it, dude. Get it out of your face, and you know put on a good wrestling match. To be fair, he's like in his forties. He's probably afraid if he cuts it, it's never getting that long again. You know, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, you know, it comes down to it. Uh, McIntyre, of course, gets the win. Um, yeah. At and this then, point, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my at, my WrestleMania prediction happened about two months early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this point, Bobby Lashley comes out, and uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say destroy. He comes out and beats up a already beaten down McIntyre. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the Miz comes out and cashes in the money in the bank, and boom, Miz is the new champion, and we haven't seen McIntyre since. Yes, which is stupid. weird. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But I'm I'm okay with the Miz cashing in. I'm okay with uh, him being champion. I think he's the only real heel on the roster. I have no problem so. with the Miz cashing in and being the champion. The problem I have with it is this whole, I had to have Bobby Lashley come out and beat up He's a yeah. heel. No, no, and I understand that. I, I completely understand that, but it, it's a fact of, you know, they they should have, this whole Bobby Lashley thing, you know, oh, now I get, you know, I want a title shot, blah, 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 because I helped you. Uh, it's stupid, you know. Uh, Miz is a heel, but Miz is that guy who, yeah, he's going to cash in after that match. You know, we knew it was coming. Uh, but I don't think they need to Lashley to come out there and 
and beat down McIntyre. Of course they do. They need a reason to put the boat on Lashley so McIntyre can wrestle Lashley at WrestleMania. I just, I don't know. Uh, For me, it feels like they're shitting on, like, the all-about round of Miz's character. Because, you know, Miz is a hill, okay? He does hillish things. He does what a bad guy will do. But as he's doing those bad guy things, Miz also has this reputation of, hey, I'm a bad guy, but I'm, you know, I'm demanding your respect type of bad guy. Yeah. Not a, not a, hey, I'm going to come out, you know, I'm going to have somebody come out and beat your ass and then come out and pin you. You know, that's not I Miz. I think it worked. No, yeah, of know. course it still it worked. Miz. It just, you know, I don't know. I just, to have I think it's exactly Bobby Miz. Lashley lose a title and then instantly go help somebody else get another one so he can have a shot at it, it just makes me angry. <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if he got Braun to do it. Probably. He's a big, dumb meathead. But yeah, like, like we said, uh, the Oscar match was canceled, of course, surprisingly. Um, yeah. And that was the end of the show. So, uh, moving on to Raw. Or, no, I have to pace myself here. Uh, rating of the show. Yeah, I was about to say, we got to give it a rating. Well, I thought it sucked um, so bad that, you know, we could just skip it. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's it's a one, two. I'll give it a two a just two? for oh. the first match. <laughs> You were generous, man. Uh, zero. I really like the first. I, I... <laughs> uh, absolute zero. Uh, I like the like... first match. The chamber match. The first chamber match was really good. I don't know. It I was just, a good match. I didn't match. like the show. Uh, yeah, it was an all right match, but it still had a shitty ending. I didn't think so... it had a shitty ending. It just had a shitty lead on because you knew what was going to happen next. I think maybe Brian fighting at. through uh, it. I'm giving it a zero. I think the whole show sucked. Oh, uh, it did. And, don't get me uh, wrong. Honestly, I'd probably give it a one for that match because the first match was decently good and had me a little bit out for the show. Uh, but the fact that your pay per view is shorter than your weekly show uh, that yeah. takes that takes that one away. It's, it's a zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could have filled somebody in the Randolph Asuka. You could have had somebody come out there and be like, "Well, if, you know, Lacey's pregnant. You know, she can't wrestle, so Asuka, you know, I'm going to challenge you." You, you could have done something, right? You could have done something to put Asuka in there. And I'm not saying get a full three hours in, but, you know, another 15, 20-minute match. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to zero. But anyways, uh, moving on to Raw. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> it's 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 the start of a wrestling show. So, of course, it starts off with talking, right? Uh, I'm going to keep doing this until it fucking starts with the match. I'm going to bitch and bitch and bitch. So this is going to be like a new thing because I hate <laughs> there's fucking gonna be, There's going to be one week, one week where they're going to start off with a match. I'm going to give the show a 10 out of 10 and, just for well, that. No, like, it's going to start off with a match like people are coming it's gonna out and everything. It's going to be Matt Riddle and then I'm going to be like mad. Well, it's either going to be Matt Riddle or they're going to come out and like right before the match is about to start, somebody's going to interrupt and come out there and talk for half an hour. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the Miz comes out with this championship and with Morrison. I, again, like I, I, I like them together from the sense that they're a quick good tag team. But I, I agree with Nick. I, I wish Morrison was doing something on his own and actually doing something. But hey, yep, whatever. Uh, he comes out and talks about you know how he's basically the only one of his little generation that's left. You know, and uh. T- calling himself the to like two-time Grand Slam champion. I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, I feel like there was other people in WWE who's held all the titles more than once, but I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, he's just doing his thing where he's playing it up, and you know, he he's not asking for respect. He's demanding it. He still feels like he's being disrespected. To be honest, I don't think this is completely a promo. I do think, to an extent, Miz is disrespected a lot by the fandom and by people behind the scenes. The Miz is one of the best performers, and it took a long time for me to realize this, too. Oh, yeah. But the Miz is one of their best performers. Mm-hmm. He's by far one of my favorite people on the roster. So I'm glad he's got to hold that title again. I, again, wish he got a real reign, because, again, this one's going to disappear after I'm Possibly tomorrow. We're recording this on Sunday, the day before Raw, where he's going to face Rhett Lashley. But uh, I want him to have a real title ring, you know, for like a couple months, you know, after his first ring got ruined with that whole rock and fucking scene and shit. Anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, the Hurt Business comes <laughs> out. Bobby Lashley MVP. I, I, you can you can feel the salt from me. Uh, you know, looking back, but uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, uh, MVP comes out, and again, MVP is just the the best thing they could have ever done when he came back was to be a mouthpiece because he was always a great talker, and he is Bobby Lashley's Paul Heyman except better. <laughs> Because I think Paul Heyman, unfortunately, is he's lost a bit of his luster as a talker. But it's a whole different oh, I'm subject. Not, yeah, uh, no, maybe for SmackDown or Nickel, probably. Talker. Heyman's still a it's, good talker. The just, problem with Heyman, and I don't necessarily like, I blame him, but I don't blame him, uh, yeah. is the fact of, okay, so like, he had Brock Lesnar. Uh, when he started Brock Lesnar, it was great. It was fantastic. The problem well, with yeah. that scenario is Brock Lesnar got old. People got tired of watching Brock Lesnar just only show up at pay per views, never on a house, you know, a regular show, almost a house show. Uh, you know, they got tired of you know, and then Paul Heyman coming out every week. You know, oh, he is the you know reigning undisputed, blah 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 blah. blah. You know, uh, every week it was the same thing. Uh, right. And then he got with Roman. And everybody was like, "Oh, okay. You know, Heyman has somebody new. He has somebody different. Uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna do different." Uh, no. Now he's just looking because, at fucking Roman like he wants to you know yeah, make out with him in front of he's, everyone. He's doing the same exact gimmick as he did of Brock. And I'm gonna tell you why Heyman's doing this. Heyman hasn't lost a touch. Heyman is he's smart. He's a smart businessman. He's smart with his words. He's doing this because he is pissed at Vince. Because he had control of, what was it, Raw, I believe? Yeah. And it was going good. He had good storylines going, good stuff set up. He's the reason McIntyre is where McIntyre is. Uh, well, not now, anyways, but it was. Aleister Black was going to get uh, pushed. Aleister no, Black he's... was getting pushed. You know, uh, He had a bunch of great storylines setting up. And what happened? Vince shut him down. Took him off as you know running the show. Uh, they got rid of, I think, it was, who was it, Bischoff? Eric Bischoff. Yeah, which, off the of SmackDown. Which was and, fine. SmackDown's actually been better since Bischoff. And that's I don't fine. even think Bischoff got to even uh, do anything. Really no, anyway, I don't think so. he did anything too big. But uh, but the point of it is, is you know, Rob was going great, and then Heyman got taken off of it. And I think at this point now, it's uh, Heyman's pissed at Vince. Vince is going to keep using Heyman because, as much as people don't like to admit it, Heyman. You know, I'm not saying he's pulling you know, a whole arena of people in, but uh, Heyman has viewers. He has viewmanship. Um, he's one of the few real managers WWE has exactly, right now. Exactly, exactly, and he's he's going to pull in people who like listen him to you know run his mouth every week. Uh but Vince is going to keep him like that because it is viewmanship, and it's a hey, I'm keeping you here so you can't go anywhere else. And Heyman's Good. over here going, hey, I'm just going to keep running my mouth exactly the same every week, so people get tired of me and don't want to watch me on your show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, MVP comes out and is basically like, hey, you owe him a championship match, yada, yada, yep. yada. And then Lashley. That was the deal. Uh, yeah, Miz tries to get out. Yeah. Miz tries to get out get out of it. And basically Lashley says, one way or another, he's going to the hospital. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah. <laughs> I will give Lashley credit on this promo, though, because uh, now the little hospital part was a little far-fetched, but. Other than that, when he got to the end and said, awesome. <laughs> uh, no, that was the worst part for me. I'm I, like, come on. No, I You ruined a decent promo to I, me. No, it was great. You know, he was he was basically like throwing it in Miz's face like, hey, you know, you think you're yeah. awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to freaking destroy you. Uh, probably one of the best promos I've ever seen by Lashley. And once again, uh, another manager issue with the fact of Lashley comes out here and talks. And I'm like, holy, holy shit, this guy could talk? What the hell is MVP here for? <laughs> you know, I'm like, Lashley can talk when he's not saying too many things. Like, when Lashley has to do a long form promo, it's not that great. MVP's there because he can't do it. It's the same thing with Brock Lesnar. I wish Brock Lesnar would do some more shorter things because he can talk. Yeah. And don't script him. Just let him fucking go at he it. Tell him to think it's him. UFC. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Anyways, have you continue. seen Brock Lesnar's <laughs> UFC stuff? Like, man, he can talk. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh God, Matt Riddle backstage with the Lucha House Party talking about uh, he, he's he's going to call his title the U.S. title Travis. Yeah, let's just disrespect one of the most storied fucking titles in the history of wrestling. Whatever. Uh, I forgot because titles don't mean anything to Vince. They're they're just props and whatnot. They're not historic historic things that right. have been around for fucking lo- long, 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 long time. Like like. USA title, like, 
not just the one that WWE's had, which they adopted from WCW, has been around for a long fucking time. So many great wrestlers have held that title. Same thing as the Intercontinental title, the WWE title. The Universal title, that one's different. That That's a shitty title. <laughs> Should, I, I missed the big gold belt. But anyway, that's a different uh, rant. Uh, he goes out. He's wrestling John Morrison in, in a non-title match. Um, I I didn't care. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest about this match. They just had uh, a repeat. That's all they did. Yeah, that's all it was. Riddle won. Okay, like, cool. Uh, like, well, what cracks me up is you know, Riddle like gets out of that match and he's like looking at Morrison like, oh yeah, I just like whooped you. Like I'm the best. Nobody can beat me. And I'm sitting here going. Bruh, you, you just beat the guy that you pinned to win that champion, so you haven't faced anybody for that champion. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just fucking... Riddle just pisses me off so much. <laughs> and I think he's supposed to be a babyface, but in a lot of ways he's a heel, and I want him to lose that fucking title. He does not deserve to hold that title. I'm saying that now. Like, I hope someone better takes it the off of him within that- a month. Matt Riddle got a championship run before Keith Lee. It makes yes. me not want to watch WWE anymore. Vince. Yeah. Vince, I'm calling you out here. Why do you hate Keith Lee? Because he just doesn't get him. But whatever. We move on. Uh, A little package. Rhea Ripley is going to be on Raw. Finally, you know. Yeah. Fucking. You, you could have just had to show up and maybe not announced it. <laughs> you know, but you know, still. That's something probably should have had her on Raw or SmackDown a month ago after the, you know, finishing second in the Rumble. But hey, who cares what her fans and, you know, just wrestling fans in general wanted. Right. Uh, moving on, showing footage of WWE 24-7 champion Bad Bunny on SNL. Ugh. Who watches SNL anymore? And it's Bad Bunny. <laughs> after that it's him backstage with Damian Priest and I'm gonna say what I basically said to Nick I'm starting to realize I don't hate Damian Priest as much as I do I hate Bad Bunny so much that by osmosis I'm hating Damian Priest I hate uh, celebrity uh, people on wrestling I don't like Damian Priest I just uh, look I, look, I think know, I'd be in, indifferent if you want to act like you're in a band then go be in a band <laughs> I I think it's by osmosis that I, I'd be indifferent I don't know. otherwise. Yeah, but anyway, our truth. Get. I'll let you say what you're gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hating on the guy. I just. I don't like him as of right now. Uh, I don't think he's had enough time in there to do anything. Uh, we'll see where he goes. But you know, if a lot of the NXT stars coming over that do go anywhere, they have a short run and then they get shit on. So uh, yeah. it's hard for me to get excited when NXT people come over now. <laughs> oh, I can understand that. I can totally understand it. Anyway, uh, R-Truth comes uh, out. He's come sneaking around with a referee. Uh, he gets caught. Again, R-Truth is hilarious. He really is. Like, I still think it's dumb that this stuff's in wrestling, but at least R-Truth is legitimately funny. Kind of like a Santino Morella. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Damian Priest, Priest basically threatens him, you know, because he's fucking Bad Bunny's bodyguard, I guess. I don't fucking know. Like... Would have been better if he was his own thing, but well, you know whatever. what's going to happen by the end of this when Bad Bunny's little contract to WWE runs out. Uh, we all know Damian Priest is going to pin him for that title. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just... <laughs> anyway, the Miz is backstage with Adam Pierce talking about that whole situation. Pierce says he can make any decision he wants, but it needs to be soon. Um, again, I just, I'm not excited for this because I want Miz to have a long title ring and I already see where this shit's going. Uh, New Day is making their way to the ring to face, uh, Mace and T-Bar from Retribution and, um, (laughs) this match, I just, I'm tired of seeing Mustafa Ali on TV right now, part of this group. (laughs) It's just... At least at Part the end of this group, match. I was tired of seeing him on TV when he wasn't in a group. <laughs> uh, New Day wins, and at least it looks like that Retribution might break up. 
And I'm hoping next week when he does this again or at fast lane, he just pisses everyone off so they just wail on him. It's going to be great. Because you just look at him. He is the smallest and least imposing person in that group. I would never be afraid of Mustafa Ali. Right. You know, if I was any of these guys. I'm just waiting that's for true. the biggest, the two big ones to just fucking wreck his shit next week or something. Well, that's or, that's uh, when you know WWE is cutting some contracts. Yeah. I I think Retribution's going to break up, if not next week, at Fastlane. Um, they're already setting it up. Um, Bobby Lashley is walking backstage with MVP. Lashley is dressed to compete. The ultimatum has four minutes to go in the show. Uh, commercial break. Footage is shown of Bobby Lashley giving Miz one hour. Oh, this is just this is just uh, notes about there being a uh, recap or flash. What do I want to call it? Previously in the because uh, we're always fucking three hours, so you you know yeah. people pr- pr- forget what what happened like two hours earlier tonight hour because our show's too long. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Throw on the ring. Adam Pierce in the ring to oversee the ultimatum. Pierce welcomes Bobby Lashley, who comes out with MVP. Uh, Miz and John Morrison come out. Morrison's lip- limping. I'm assuming from his match. I don't remember because uh, this is the part of the, the show that I just fucking zoned out on. Lashley does not look happy that Miz is still dressed in a suit. Uh, Pierce mentions that Lashley is an issue to hit my challenge. Yada yada yada. <sighs> It's just it's a bunch of like talking back and forth. Uh, Braun Strowman, Strowman, I almost say Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman's music hits. He makes his way to the ring, and Strowman says that Pierce and Shane have a vendetta against him. I'm starting <laughs> to think they do. <laughs> oh my god! But he start, He's he's just a big. Oh my god! He's a bigger Sammy fucking. Zane. Oh my god! He looks like a bigger Sammy Zayn. He is Sammy <laughs> Zayn. The greatest I just now realized tag that. team. Oh, it was so good. I would die, dude. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, he's just talking about how they cat tried to keep him out of the women's chamber match, and Miz is trying to stir the pot, you know, obviously. Yeah. Trying to get out of his match. MVP is telling him to knock that shit off. Um, Shane's music hits, and he comes out of the ring. Uh, I don't want to see Shane on TV. I don't Please either. keep him off TV. He's the only person I, you know, dislike more than Vince. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think his sister is just as bad. No, see, here's the difference. Okay, as as annoying and as bitchy as Stephanie can be, uh, she stuck with the company, and even in their worst of storylines, you know, they her and Triple H have attempted different and newer things. Um, I think Shane is just like his dad and wants to keep repeating. Oh, Hey, yeah, I want to come out here and act like I can still jump off tops of cages and jump across the ring and, you know, drop kick you. Yeah. And, you know, put my body through hell. Look, Shane, you're old. You need to stop. <laughs> Sounds like the same reasons I hate Jeff Hardy. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. But anyway, uh, Braun Strowman basically gets interjected into a match with uh, Lashley. If he wins, he gets a he gets involved in a triple threat match next week or tomorrow uh, for the WWE Championship. And uh, Lashley chop blocks Strowman's knee and leaves the ring. Um, I don't remember if they actually played into the match. I don't know if Strowman was messing with his knee. I don't think he was. Anyway, we have the non-title tornado tag match between Lucha House Party and the Hurt Business. Um, this is actually a pretty decent match, even though I'm pretty sure this wasn't on Hulu. I would say uh, I do not think it was. <laughs> I, if I had to guess, this would be one of those matches that weren't on Hulu. Good figure. Uh, but it it was a pretty good match. Like it it was it was dumb fun. Like. But uh, anyway, the Hurt Business wins. Um, now I'm just starting to wonder, though, if Cedric Alexander is not leaving. Like, I thought I thought they were playing up that he was going to be leaving the Hurt Business, but I don't know. Now I don't know. But anyway, uh, more Bad Bunny stuff. Uh, because Team and Priest with Bad Bunny versus Angel Garcia. Or Garza. I don't know why I said Garcia. Uh... Damian Priest wins. I just, 
<sighs> Bad Bunny is involved, and I just like. I want to like Damian Priest, or at least I want to give him a chance. But he just got Bad Bunny with him, and he's getting involved in the matches in some I, way. I will say one thing, uh, and this goes back to the R Truth thing. The R Truth calling him Bugs Bunny. That uh, was funny. That actually really cracked me up. <laughs> like I said, R Truth is funny. I still think it's dumb for all that that, that this dumb comedy to be yeah. in wrestling, but at least R Truth is funny. Just like Santino Morella was funny. Yeah. Most other people who do this shit are not funny. Yeah. Anyways, uh, on to that match. Uh, Randy Orton will be out next or on next for a promo thing. <laughs> uh, and again, another Rhea Ripley is coming to Raw. Um, what do you want to call it? Package or something? Sure. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we're still on this Randy Orton Alexa bless uh fiend shit okay but i'll give it one thing here as much as you know this has been annoying and you know should have ended forever ago um at least now i think they finally figured out where they want randy (laughs) so throwing a black liquid like he's possessed or something that cracked me up like this is wrestling like bruh i i don't know how much more of this i can watch like this is a wrestling show. Yes, the, uh, like until recently, we had this stupid. undead wizard fucking motorcycle guy. He is the only <laughs> one who's ever worked. This is doesn't work in wrestling. They're gonna do Stop. something stupid. Like they're gonna have like Randy's supposed to face the fiend. At, like uh, uh, he's gonna turn into the fiend. Exactly. Like they're gonna have Randy sitting here. He's gonna like start spitting up you know black liquid crap again. Fucking Husky Harris is going to come out like, gonna, I'm free, I'm free. Yeah, you're just going to hear, let me in. And like the lights are going to shut off and come back on and the fiend's going to be standing where Randy was. <laughs> so dumb. Please stop. Uh, like I love Bray Wyatt. Randy I love slithering under the ring. I love the the fiend until it got this dumb. Like uh, they, they turned the fiend into something that was still interesting into something that's just laughable and a joke. Welcome to the WWE. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, that. well, uh, footage is shown of Lacey Evans announcing she was pregnant last yeah. week because Charlotte Flair is making her way to the ring. Uh, with Asuka versus the women's tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler again for like the 100,000th time in a non-title match. Um, the only thing interesting to happen in this match was that uh, Asuka had her fucking tooth knocked out by Shayna Baszler. Yeah. So, this again, this match was dumb. Um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler won. This is basically, I think, only... This only happened so... I don't know if this happened yet or later in the show. I think I'm just going to talk about it here. Uh, Charlotte confronted her father during the show, basically telling him to go home. <laughs> I think that will actually happen now. Uh, basically saying that they're, he's hurting their legacy, the, the legacy of uh, the Flair last name, whatever. Yeah. And... Uh, that you know him dancing around acting like the kids his was his was dumb and yada 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 you know it's just they're basically doing damage control because then rick's like i and i never said the kid was mine yada 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 (laughs) again doing damage control the week after they do something dumb implying that like lacey evans is having an affair with rick flair and it's like they did it like i mean like i think it was self-implied by people if you really look at it you know, the, it wasn't like he he didn't turn him out. Was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a kid. Like he was just like, oh yeah, you know, like good for you. Like, well, no, he like the way he acted is like really, and you know, like the just the amount of excitement he showed. Like, yeah, people can be excited for other people having kids. But that's usually excitement of a soon to be dad. Like, I just yes, well, like fans implied again that there's some type of affair happening. But yeah. the WWE, I think, were purposely trying to do this, yeah. and it's just. It's dumb, it's in poor taste, and I'm glad that hopefully they are putting it to bed. Ric Flair's going to go home after him saying, basically the only reason why he was on TV is because he wanted to be on TV. Not because WWE like asked him to come on. Yep. He literally like showed up and was like, I want to be on TV, you know, because he can't let it fucking die. I understand, Rick, you were the biggest thing in wrestling, you know, like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
40 years ago, a long time ago, like a very long time ago, but uh, you're not anymore. Sorry. Yeah, let it go like you let, you know, your last couple of lives go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went there. And I don't really care. <laughs> He's just... a ladies, man. He want to carry you there. I love you, Rick. Anyways. Uh, uh, oh, I love Rick Flair, too. That's why this is painful to watch. But anyway, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Uh, <laughs> if Jeff Hardy would have won this match, I would have been pissed. Sheamus won, thank God. Please go home, Hardy, as well. You're old. Your body's broken. You don't look the same. You don't wrestle the same. You just can't do it anymore. <laughs> As someone who was a fan, go home. Anyway, uh, there, there's the segment that I just mentioned because I wanted to get that out of the way first. Uh, moving on to what was pro- probably also not on Hulu for those who were lucky enough to watch the Hulu version. Uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Naomi and Lana. Naomi and Lana win. Literally, the notes for this match is like two sentences. So I'm assuming it was very short because I didn't even watch this match. I must have used the restroom or something and it happened. But um, you know how excited I was at the Rumble for Naomi to be coming back? And it's like, no, oh, we're not going to use her. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> I'm not going to get excited for somebody coming back when I know they're not going to do anything with them. The women's division is starting to have the same problem as the men's division. Is uh, We've selected our top five or six women. And uh, that's who we're going to keep on top. And all the other ones can, you know, go, you know. Fuck off. Yeah, go fuck off and just, you know, run your contract out. That's exactly what they're doing. Uh, Come the next couple weeks after WrestleMania, like right after WrestleMania, we're going to see a bunch of people released. Which is not uncommon for every every year. Uh, Anyways, was there anything Uh, else there? Yeah, AJ Styles with, fucking talking about Raw is such a pain. Like I said, was there anything else there? AJ Styles with Omos versus Ricochet. Ricochet is obviously getting squashed every week because it's contracts coming up, and they're doing what they do with people that they want to ruin the value of when they're going to leave. So they're going to have him lose every match he's in unless he just... Um, well, honestly, he can't even just stay point, home. Honestly, at this point, you know... Uh, I, I'm okay riddance. with that anyway. Ricochet was not that very interesting. I uh, couldn't cut a promo to save his life. And all he knew how to do was do some of the best flippy flip shit that I've ever seen. But that is not wrestling. And I will keep saying that as much as I like high flyers, if all you can do is just flip around and shit, yeah. it's not wrestling. Yeah. Because so. people don't sell these moves. But anyway, you probably, uh, he gets destroyed afterwards by Omos, who picks him up and just yep. like chucks him down the ground with a double handed choke slam, whatever you want to call that. Uh, and then we get on to the main event, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley with MVP. And I was actually legitimately kind of surprised that Bobby Lashley was given the win here. Um, but again, how many wrestlers are we going to have use the spear as a finisher in WWE? Uh, and, like until we forget that, you know, it's a finisher. Yeah. Like, I like the super kick. Remember that was a finisher. <laughs> Like, everyone uses a super kick. Now everyone uses a fucking spear. Like, Charlotte uses a spear. Uh, Bobby Lashley uses a spear. Well, in all fairness, well, I would I mean, say there's the big only show. so much moves you can call finishers before other people need to use them. Yes, to a certain extent, you're right. It just, it's laughable how it often, like, you, you, you're supposed to consider this move, like, a really impactful move for someone yeah. that ends the match. Then realistically, and this used to be a thing back in the day, other people weren't allowed to use that fucking me- uh, that hold that you know that move because it's like well that's my finisher yeah when I use it it means the match is over if you're using it and you're not in- then you know ending the match then it makes my move look dumb yeah but anyway wrestling's not real so and everyone knows it now so I guess we can move on from that I still like to think that way because you know I like to treat it as if it's real but whatever anyway Bob Lashley wins I. Uh, he- Hits him with a spear uh, and then beats him down a little bit after the match. So I'm not going to be surprised if Braun Strowman comes in tomorrow for this next week uh, and interferes in the match and costs him the match, and there's still a triple threat at wrestling. But anyway, uh, what what's saying. your thoughts? That, that, that's what I'm saying for Fastlane. And I'll say this now. is uh, Lashley's going to end up losing this match. Uh, it's pro- It'd be something stupid like that because of Braun. Uh, yep. he's going to demand that he gets another title shot at Fastlane. Uh, 
He'll end up getting it. Somehow they're going to fit uh, McIntyre into this. It's going to end up a triple set between McIntyre, Lashley, and The Miz. Uh, I think McIntyre will pin The Miz. And then at the end of the night, I think Brock Lesnar is going to come out, hit McIntyre. And then leading up to WrestleMania, it's going to be Lashley saying, oh, once again, I was screwed. You know, I didn't get beat here, blah, blah, blah. And then it's going to be, well, he's facing Brock, and it's going to be a triple set between Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't know. That, uh, it could be good, but we'll see. Anyways, it could uh, be, but... Rating, rating of the show. A one, because I don't... I just... I don't know besides a filler match that I found interesting. The storylines well, uh, I'm going to agree with good. you. It deserves a one, but here's my uh, here's my thought on that. I'm going to give it a two. Why am I going to give it a two? Uh, it has a one for it being an, you know what it was for a show, but I'm giving it an extra star because SmackDown sucked worse. Somehow. Yes, I'll let you talk about that. Anyways, moving on to SmackDown. Show opens with Roman Reigns. Uh, Daniel Bryan coming out. He's challenging Reigns, you know. Oh, you know, basically talking about Elimination Chamber, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Uso decides then, for whatever reason, to attack Daniel Bryan. Um, really no reason to. Well, yeah, he's Roman just, he's just a little it. chihuahua. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah. And he doesn't even really attack him. He hits him once, and then he throws him outside the ring. Then he throws him into the side of the ring, and then he throws him over the barrier, and they act like he did something huge. Um, yeah. At that point, you know, uh, Roman is basically, okay, you know, we're leaving, whatever, we're getting out of here. Uh, we have an Edge promo, not going to talk about it. It's the same Edge promo you get every week, every time he pops up. He just pops up, for whatever reason, acts like he has this attitude like he's Roman Reigns, but doesn't talk like Roman Reigns. And then they move on uh, to another Reigns promo. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's this short little thing where, you know, Heyman says some words. I don't understand why I was in there. Then we cut back to the Edge promo. You know, so instead of having, like, them two face-to-face on a promo, they cut to do two different ones. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after the Edge promo again, uh, Mysterio's come out. They face Otis and Chad Gable. Um, <laughs> once again, uh, another week I'm happy. Uh, Otis, <laughs> Otis just completely annihilates Rey Mysterio. He ends up uh, beating Rey Mysterio with pinfall. Um, yeah. uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my brain just shut down there from my, the happiness of Rey getting destroyed. Oh, wait, oh. <laughs> um, at this point, they uh, announced that uh, Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan's going to face uh, Jey Uso. If Brian wins, he gets a shot at the title at Fastlane. <laughs> um, Next, uh, at oh this man. point, and this is going to be my rant of the day. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, Apollo we kind of had some of this. comes out, uh, and he does this promo. And let me tell you, uh, I've heard some terrible and some shit writing on, you know, WWE. But uh, he starts out with uh, talking about what what is an african african american um and then basically says that uh he like he's like the truest form of one because he's from nigeria um sorry sorry to tell you this apollo but i don't think that makes you any more or less african american than you know biggie or any other african american um if it does you know somebody let me know don't you know just tell me why it would make you more um, well, he's from Africa, and he's also an American, so African-American. Biggie was born in the United States, so it does make sense. No, I'm fine with him saying he's an African-American, but he made it seem like every other person that's African-American is not African-American because he's Nigerian. What well, in a weird way, he's kind of right. That's the point. Like I don't know. Anyways, uh, he's sitting there talking, and he's talking about how his daddy was rich and had all this power in Nigeria. Well, uh, not just that, his grandfather. I think or grandfather, his sorry. Great grandfather, whichever. It, it was you know, it was a relative. Uh, and for whatever reason, instead of wanting to have this same power and richness in Nigeria, uh, it made him want to join the WWE. 
where you're not rich and, well, as far as I've seen, you haven't had a lot of power. <laughs> hey, he's been a couple times um, cruiserweight champion. Anyways, That's some great Shisuke gold. Nakamura comes out. <laughs> you just completely ignore it. Uh, <laughs> Shisuke Nakamura comes out. Uh, Apollo Crews attacks him before the match even starts. Uh, cuts the commercial. Comes back on. Uh, they're started the match already. Uh, it, basically, Apollo wins. Uh, they're shitting on they Shisuke. They shit on my boy. Yeah, they um, shit on my boy. It was dumb. Uh, next match is uh, Tamina versus... Uh, I say the Riot Squad. They're... I'm not calling them by their names. They've demindled them so much. It just their names have left the back of my head. Uh, oh yeah, Tamina and Natalia versus Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Yeah. Since I'll just do it. Well, it wasn't a tag team. It was just Tamina versus. Uh, oh well, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Um, once again, you know, we crap on the Riot Squad. Tamina wins this match. Uh, we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, we go to a uh, Bianca promo, and once again, uh, this is her deciding who she's going to face at WrestleMania. Um, we already knew who she was going to pick. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, whatever reason, they have to come out to the ring. Adam Pearce, Sonya Deville's out there. Uh, I'm honestly believing that Adam Pearce is just trying to get as much screen time as he can. Well, he, I guess he's the GM for both or something. I don't know. I it's, never really realized that until now. It's stupid. Uh, anyway, Bianca comes out and, you know, she's talking, you know, her smack and everything. I'm getting tired of her already. Um, at this point, uh, uh, Reggie, Reginald, whatever you want to call him. Well, Sasha um, comes out first, but yeah, Reginald. Yeah, fucking... Sasha comes out, you know, basically at this point, Bianca's like, you know who I'm facing at WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, you know, she's picking Sasha. Ooh, woohoo. Big shocker. Didn't see that coming. Um, and then. Yeah, fuck her. Reggie Reg yeah. Reginald decides he wants to come out and interrupt and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm here for Sasha. You know, you can't you can't talk to her like that. You're stupid. Get off the roster." Um, yes, please. I agree. Like, yeah, Reginald is it just a waste of promo. TV time. Um, but yeah, Bianca picks Sasha, and then it cuts to a Corbin and Sami Zayn promo talking about how uh, Sami's like, "Hey, yeah, we could be a really great tag team, a powerful one." Uh, Corbin's just not having any of his shit. Um, they go out and face the Street Profits. Um, decently <laughs> good match. Decently good match. Um, of course, you know, Corbin and Zayn lose because of Sammy's, you know, inter- little documentary crew. Uh, the Profits win with, once again, uh, once I have to learn their names. <laughs> the one, um, the one that goes shirtless. That... <laughs> It's Dawkins and someone else. Uh, uh, I forget. I'll, I'll learn their names, but the, the one that goes shirtless. Oh, um, it's Dawkins. Uh, uh, the other's names is Montez Ford. Okay. I don't know which one's shirtless. I'll, I'll figure that out by next week. Anyways, the one that goes shirtless. I, You have given me a new passion to finding younger wrestlers that I can enjoy watching wrestle. Uh, this guy does a frog splash and I'm not even joking here, and some people might disagree with me. He he does it just like Eddie Guerrero. And I disagree. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. It's not perfect, and nobody's ever going to do it perfectly, like Eddie. But the the point of this is, is this dude gets some air. Now, this past week, he didn't get a high one because he did a, more of a springboard off of the ropes instead of the turnbuckle. But a few weeks back, uh, he did one off the turnbuckle, and I thought the guy was going to hit the roof. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't see anything special with it. You know, I would I, like honestly, to see... that's another one of those moves that everyone uses again. That's overused. Yeah, some and people make it look even better than then, others, but my point of it, there's is only here, two people to ever do good frog splashes. Anyway, only two. He could be the third yeah. one. He could be the third one. And I'm going to say this. Uh, I would like, and I know this is not going to happen for a while. If it happens at all, I hope it does happen. I would like them to split the street profits up and let him have his own solo run. Because I think he could put on a a good show, and maybe not as like a top tier champion, but definitely a USA or a inter- intercontinental champion. You know, uh, maybe down the road, maybe a big champion shot. Not they're right now. already stretched thin when it comes to tag teams. They're not going to get rid I of. And that's why I said only it's not one they even now. remotely. It's not going to happen now. I'm saying down the road. Uh, he's still a younger, you know, or a newer wrestler. I should say. I'm not sure if he's younger, younger. 
Uh, he still needs to get He's pretty young. He still needs to get in here and get, you know, he needs to learn the ropes. Uh, I'm just saying I, from what I've seen recently, I think he would have potential to be a good solo run wrestler and, you know, give the WWE a a good run for its money. Uh, anyways, moving on from the profits win there, uh, as they're leaving, uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. Um, or yeah, they have the promo. Sorry. Yeah, it was Caleb. Uh, yeah, the, it's a promo. Sorry. Uh, once again, Ed shows up. Uh, that's all I have to say about that part. <laughs> I just... Uh, uh, basically, Brian says he has a better chance of uh, yeah. beating Roman than And Ed is like, so yeah, what if you do beat Roman? Do you think you're going to beat me? And then you know, Brian is like, oh, I think I'll keep that answer yes. to myself. Instead of just going back, yeah, dude, I'll beat your old ass. <laughs> this is um, fucking... <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways. Yes. Going on yes. from that, uh, Seth Rollins comes out. He's doing his talk and everything. Uh, you know, yada yada yada. Cesaro comes out, and I have to say, uh, Cesaro's lost some of his like. I mean, he's like a lot more toned now. He's not as beefy. Yeah, as well. Um. And like. Yeah. And, and it's which... not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing because you it just happens. But you can you can tone and still be a freaking monster. Uh, he, he is still a monster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he <laughs> weirdly he looks better now to me anyway. He looks better now with the, like the tone way he looks than he did when he was a little bulkier. Yeah, and I don't know why. He just he comes out and I'm just like, yeah, he's about to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I- yeah, he comes out. And uh, basically, you know, he listens to Seth Rollins talk a little bit, and then he just commences to fucking swinging Seth Rollins around as fast as he can. And I'm gonna say it went on for like 50 minutes. I know it was only like two or three, but <laughs> it felt like 50 minutes. I mean, he was spinning him so much that Seth Rollins' jacket came off. So, what what are we gonna call this gimmick? The uh, motivational speaker scammer gimmick or uh, something? It's embrace the vision. Well, yeah, he's he's supposed to be a motivational speaker, you know, the um, scam fucking things. Yeah, more or less. And it's like, this is really dumb. This, is, what does this even have to do about wrestling? Yeah. It's like again, why do we give Seth Rollins some of the stupidest things to work with? I know he can wrestle. I know he can do better things. I think the original Architect shit was at least decent. Ever since that stuff stopped, you know, with the Authority, he has been unwatchable in my opinion. Yeah. And I hope they're just dumbing down his character so when they do finally give him a good character, you know, he can bounce right back. Anyways, uh, continuing on from that, uh, our last thing of that night, of SmackDown's night, I should say, uh, we had Daniel Bryant versus, you know, Jey Uso. Um, a terrible if match. If he wins, he gets to face terrible Roman Reigns match. at Fastlane for the championship. Yeah. Terrible match for both wrestlers who I think have put on some decent matches in their time. Um overall it, it ends up ending in a double count out uh at which point you know Daniel Bryant pulls Jey Uso into the ring he puts the yes lock on him and then Roman comes out and just completely you know demolishes Daniel Bryant again um I really thought at this point when this was happening that Edge was going to come out and interfere um <laughs> he didn't you're funny I thought he was but he did not um, overall, I think it was a terrible show. Uh, my rating, my rating for the show, uh, you know, I'm going to give it a one. Um, I'm also giving it a one cause I'm tired of Daniel Bryan getting shit on. Yeah. And, and Shinsuke uh, and Cesaro. Yeah, and I'm only giving all it my a favorite one wrestlers on this awesome fucking show. It was awesome to see Rey Mysterio lose. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's all I have for it. Uh, you have anything else to add on to it? No, I just, I, again, I feel like all my favorite wrestlers are on SmackDown. I feel like, like routinely they just keep getting shit on, and it's, it, it makes it really hard to enjoy yeah. WWE when all my favorite wrestlers, like, I'm starting to realize my favorite wrestlers are all guys that can't really talk but are all great in-ring competitors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their lack of mic skills keeps holding them back, yeah, and I don't think... <laughs> I don't think Roman's that greatest thing on the mic. He's a lot better than he used to be. Yeah. You know, um, I just, I, I feel like this is just some, like, selective fucking, you know, uh, I don't want to say enforcement. What's the word I'm trying to, just love or something that WWE has for certain wrestlers? Like, is just Braun good on the mic? No. 
but he's also like seven foot tall and you know fucking three hundred twenty pounds. So I guess it gets a pass that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just I want Cesaro to get at least one title reign that does not like a week. It'd be nice, <laughs> you know. It it would be nice, but you know. Alrighty, guys. Uh, that's all we have for there. Uh, once again, you know, thank you guys for watching the Raw Smack Wrestling podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, uh, what all the other ones. Basically, any of your major podcast stations. <laughs> I was going to say Stitcher yeah. and possibly Amazon Music. Again, I have to check that out. If you guys are yeah. listening from that, let me know. Uh, uh, at On Twitter, you can see our socials in the description. Yep. You can catch Nick at, at Noxus, me at the dog, the gamer, or at the raw smack pod uh, on twitter yep anyway i hope you guys enjoyed uh this uh this week's episode is definitely a little bit discombobulated after just an entire horrible week of wrestling from elimination chamber to to raw smackdown i'm starting to think we're gonna have to add nxt just so we can ha- possibly have something good to talk about possibly <laughs> or at least i'll just talk about it because it's starting to feel like if, if Raw and SmackDown are going to be routinely this bad, it's going to get really fucking tough. All righty. Well, I'm going to cut Cody off here. Uh, you all have a good one. If you uh, are watching on YouTube, done. you know, leave a like, leave a comment, all that fun stuff. And we will see you guys in the next episode of the Raw Smack Wrestling Podcast. Uh, yep. <laughs>